Welcome to the podcast about two good friends sharing stories to surprise and delight each other. I'm Courtney Farrell. And I'm Mason New. And this is I Got One For You. Hello, everybody. This is the podcast I Got One For You. This is Mason New. And I'm Courtney Farrell. And this is our conversation where we get together every week to surprise and delight one another and just be excited about the world we're all creating together. So Mason, I've got one for you, and I'm not sure if you have already heard this before, but are you a fan of Kirk Vonnegut? Oh, yes. So one of my favorite authors. I love the way that he writes, but I was reading an essay by him, and he was talking about seasons Mm -hmm. and about how he thought we should reinvent the seasons. He said, why do we have winter, spring, summer, and fall? Why only four? Mm-hmm. He kind of takes you through it. He says, look, there's there's nothing. Let's see how we start. He says, um, uh, January and February, no doubt they're winter. Absolutely winter. But March and April are neither sort of winter or spring. He calls them the unlocking. Ooh. They are the unlocking. Yeah. So, January, February, winter, the unlocking, March, April, May, and June, spring. No one can deny it. Spring. Got it. Of course, mm-hmm. July and August, summer. But then September and October, uh, he gives to fall, but then the last two are the the locking. So when you get oh. to October, no, November and December, that's that's the locking. So you have the you locking added and the unlocking. The locking and the unlocking, which makes a lot of sense. Makes great sense. And it just got me thinking about seasons and that there's a nice rhythm to life in seasons and mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a beginning to things and there's an end to things. And mm-hmm. when things begin, they're exciting because there's a lot of unknown. And when things end, it's also exciting in its own way because there's a lot of unknown, but it makes space for something new. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about it particularly because you and I have had great discussions about when should season one of I Got One For You end so that mm-hmm. season two could have its own space to mm-hmm. become something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that, you know, in all of those hellowing and goodbying, you you said it, creating space but when you when you close something down then it gives you time to step away to be creative to think about what's next yeah for relevancy i mean i i think about we've talked about ted lasso which i think its second season is just begun mm-hmm. a couple of days ago mm-hmm. and i cannot wait to watch but it was kind of exciting when it, i mean it's sorrowful when it ended but i'm it, mm-hmm. i had the great word that i think is such a critical part of the process of life which is anticipation mhm you know, there's three different stages to anything we experience. There's anticipation, there's the experience, and there's reflection. Mm-hmm. And in the hustle and bustle of our lives, we cut out as much of it as we possibly can to where we're just sipping the nectar. We're sticking our long uh, uh, hummingbird nose right into the center of the flower to get the nectar. But there's something very sweet about anticipation and about reflection, mm-hmm. about what you're doing and why you're doing it, why it matters. I think uh, that's, you know, I was thinking about this. Um, one of the things in after leaving teaching, I don't have this experience of saying goodbye all the time. I mean, not all the time, but 
you know, at the end of the school year, there's a natural break and then you go to summer and then you come back anew and you're refreshed. And, and I was thinking the other day, I had this one student and she had grown up in a, uh, she'd grown up in Germany. Her parents had emigrated uh, to Germany from China. So she had a really interesting perspective on life. And she was only in America for one year, and um, she had a really good sense of humor, and she just was a really smart, smart person. And one day we were sitting in class, and she says, Mr. New, why are we doing this? (laughs) (laughs) As a teacher, you're sitting there, and you're like, huh. That is a good question. It's a fair question. (laughs) The only thing I could think to say, you know, some teachers are like, wow, right? And they would go through the whole lesson again or whatever or try to try to justify it. And I said, hmm, that's a good question. Why do we do anything at all? <laughs> so I wrote that up on the board. Why are we, why are we doing this? Question mark. Why do we do anything at all? And then we had this funny, you know, philosophical conversation, at least in my memory. And that was it. Erase the board. Class over. Forgot about it. Moved on. Four months later, end of the year comes, and she says, Mr. New, I've, I've got something for you. I got one for you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a picture of that she had taken of what I had written on the board. <laughs> why, why are we doing this? Question mark. Why are we doing anything at all? And that was her parting goodbye to me. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love, well, it, hey. It brings you and me really to a mm. poignant part, which is why do what we're doing? Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're busy people. We have families. We're taking time away from all of that to meet in a hot attic once a week to have a conversation that we've both admitted is definitely an additional good thing in life. For sure. And uh, it's such a simple thing, the idea of, having a conversation and making time to really sit down and want to talk about something positive, mm-hmm. want to be excited right. about what's ahead of right. us. Right. 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 This is, this is such a drive that we'll take the most precious thing that we have, which is our time mm-hmm. and invest it, mm-hmm. which very much feels like what we're doing. And as we close up this first season, it reminds me a little bit of an experience that I had with your wife when we, Wordy and I, got the word that he had been hired to work at a school in Dallas, Texas. And after seven years of living in this incredible community up at Episcopal High School, mm-hmm. uh, a community of people who dedicated their lives and energy and passion to raising children mm-hmm. and to actually dedicate their lives to being a community, right? like a very tight-knit one, that w- we had to leave. And the moving truck came and all of our things were packed in the moving truck and I went outside and I watched the truck drive away and right as it was driving away, Melissa walked around the corner mm-hmm. and she saw the truck. Mm-hmm. And it was a poignant time in her life. I believe she had just lost her grandmother and we were leaving mm-hmm. and she, the truck went by and she threw herself on the ground and started crying. Yeah, I remember that. And for me, because Melissa's in my mind, when I think of a poised person, she is 
such a poised person. She's just mm-hmm. in control of herself mm-hmm. in, in a wonderful way. And when that happened, it made me have this lightning bolt feeling through myself, which was I had to acknowledge in that moment right there how special our friendship was. Mm-hmm. It's not that I didn't know it or feel it before, but when you get to the point of an end of something, everything gets stripped away and there just sits the, the goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just when I think of saying goodbye, I think of that moment right there mm-hmm. and how powerful and important that is to not only friendships, but also sort of the ebbs and flows of life that you get these moments to really look down at the gold that's in your pan when all the dirt right. sort of falls yeah, away. Yeah, it's a good point because when you get to that moment, then then it, it, if it's if it's done properly or it's the type of experience that's really important, then you you gain a new understanding or you gain you gain clarity about the experience, but it it has to come to an end for you to get to that point. It can't go on in perpetuity. So, yeah, and I I have this one friend who, when we were 16, 17 years old, we came up with this idea that we would never say goodbye to one another. We would just make a promise. And the promise was using this phrase, on the thing we don't have. That's how we said goodbye whenever we parted. What would you say? On the thing we don't have. On the thing we don't have. Yeah, and it was our just just the two of us did this. It wasn't a it wasn't a um something for public consumption. He may have ha- he may have had other farewells with other people in different ways. I don't know, but that was it was this idea that we were making a promise on the thing we don't have that would bring us back together at some point in the future. And of course, when you're young, you get to see each other a lot more than you do when you're when you're older. Older, I love that. Like a, just a different way of being able to say, it's not goodbye. It's, it's right. It's on the thing you don't have. Right. And so we're going to be seeking to find the thing we don't have, which mm-hmm. will draw us back together. That's right. That's that is I, I that is the philosophy behind the statement. Wow, I love that. Mm. Well, I I have to say a couple things. One is, um, you know, saying hello to people is always. Uh, uh, it's always um, an adventuresome thing for me They <laughs> where they say, you know, you only have one chance to make a first impression. And mm. I'm so glad that you have millions of chances to make other impressions <laughs> after that, because my first impressions don't always go well. I had this um, roommate one time we were living together here in Richmond. She came in one night and said, look, I got a job in you know California. I'm going to leave. And, but I got this girl who I think will take my spot. I'm going to bring her by tomorrow after work. Mm-hmm. I said, great. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow after work rolls around, I shockingly lose track of time. <laughs> I'm trying to do eight things at once. I'm trying to cook some supper. Then I think, you know, I should go take a shower. Anyway, I run upstairs to take a shower. I'm in the shower. I realize, oh, God, I have water boiling on the stove. So I got to oh go boy. down and deal with that. And, I, you know... At the time, I must have been. It must not have been laundry week because there was no towel. So, <laughs> laundry week. I, you know what? Actually, I think what happened was I just put my leg in the shower, <laughs> and I thought, I thought, I'm not wet yet. I can just j- jump uh-huh. anyway. So, house was empty. I ran right. downstairs in my, in my birthday suit, <laughs> and I'm standing there clicking the oven off when I hear the front door open. Uh-huh. And uh, hello, hello. 
I'm your new roommate. So very, very, just thank goodness I got a good night's sleep because my brain just clicked in and I reached for the drawer with the tin foil. I opened it up and threw the big wrapping of tin foil around my body. And right when she walked in, and, I, and then I did say, hello, <clears throat> how do you like the house? <laughs> I'm, I'm the tin woman, from, That's right. not the tin man, tin woman from I'm going Wizard. to be your new roommate. Don't you want to sign the lease? But I think of that, the joy that happens when the, the unknown of the things mm. that happen when you start stuff. And I also think about the space that's created when you, when you bring something to an end, when, mm-hmm. you, when you say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a great friend, Paige Fisher, who whenever she says goodbye and she's living at someone's house, leaving, like she goes and visits somebody, she leaves what she calls a goodbye echo. Mm. Which is what's that? It's a note or something that she places in a place that they will find it later. Oh, so like you know, they open their little surprise, a little of, surprise and delight. Uh, you know, they yeah, they open their yeah. to get their dinner plate out, and there's Got a little it. note on the dinner plate that yeah. says, yep. I remember when we had supper last night. It was such mm-hmm. a special thing. Mm-hmm. I love that notion. I love that of a goodbye echo. And you know, you and I have this conversation with our with each other, mm-hmm. but we also at this point know from the many people who've reached out to us that we're also having this conversation with, you know, now upwards to over a thousand other people. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'd love to acknowledge them for a second mm-hmm. because this has been exciting for us. We've never, we've never done something like this before. And I mean, who would have thought where we'd be when you and I came up with this idea to start this thing and just, have conversations because we were tired of the negativity and cynicism around and just wanted to get together and have a conversation where we would laugh a lot, think a little bit, (laughs) cry a little bit. Um, just, but just to have that, that real authentic conversation that, I mean, I've, it'll be probably, I'll probably be decades understanding the, the learning that's gone on in all these conversations for me. Well, I'll tell you this. So we have a lot of stuff to get to Mm -hmm. all of you who've shared this conversation with us. We have recipes you've asked for. We have poems you've asked for. We have book recommendations you've asked for. We have a lot of things that we're populating the show notes with right now. And we also have heard from a lot of you of your ideas and your funny stories and your things that you want to share, which is another layer of this dialogue and conversation that we didn't know we were hearing from people in Europe in in all over the United States it's been it's been it it's it's been a true gift to to us i think so what we'd like to do is to put a cap and a close on season 1 of i got one for you mm-hmm. soon to be followed by season 2 and um we are not saying goodbye. Instead, I think, Mason, we could say instead maybe on the on the good things we do have. Yeah. How about on the, that? On the good things we do have. On the good things we do have, my friend. Yes. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. And share with any of your friends you think might enjoy being a part of this conversation. We'd also love to hear your thoughts and stories, so visit us at www.igotoneforyou.com 
or email us directly at igotoneforya.podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. 